0: Uh doing a count us down.
1: Yeah. yeah, all right. It'll be like three, two, one. Amazing. Cool. That always makes me laugh. I used to think that it had to be like visually the same.
0: Right. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I remember when I was like really young listening to podcasts and I didn't know why they clapped. I also don't know why.
1: They didn't those edit that left out it
0: in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not like
1: an interesting tidbit.
0: It's a bit of a power move, actually, (laughs) just to prove that we don't edit. I'm actually
1: just going to keep this entire thing in here. Yeah, yeah. And do the The intro sort of after. Uh. Yeah. (laughs) What's up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Late Night Drive. My name is Ellie Schnitt. I'm your host. I'm your driver. I'm so happy you're here joining me. Today we actually have a guest in our passenger seat. So excited to have him here. I'm a really, really big fan of his. I uh, watch his YouTube videos all the time. Probably too much. Big fan. He also is the host of a podcast, which is called Sad Boys. And I'm, I'm really excited to have him here. So if you could all just give a very big, very warm Late Night Drive welcome to Jarvis Johnson.
0: Oh my gosh, that was so so flattering! <laughs> what a wonderful and professional intro. I'm I'm uh, very graciously accepting this passenger seat.
1: I'm so happy to have you here. I really, I really am so excited. I mean, I am a big fan of yours, and also, you are the first male guest on this podcast.
0: That's that's big. Honestly, a badge of honor for me.
1: No, it kind of is. Like, this is a big deal.
0: Also, can I just say I love the branding and title of the podcast? It's, it it <laughs> yeah. creates a vibe. It creates a very good vibe, and I like that a lot.
1: It's exactly what I was going for. I just want to feel like you're, like, hanging in the car with yeah. your pals. Yeah, it's like we're right. en
0: route to, to somewhere. Who knows where?
1: We're going to McDonald's. It's yeah. 1030 Ooh. at night nothing oh, going that's, on
0: that's a good yeah that's a good one it's
1: my favorite vibe and <laughs> I don't get to do it in New York because you don't drive here you right
0: know? right I just got my driver's license last year because just I last year? I know uh, because I I used to live in San Francisco where I just took oh. public transit and then like Uber and Lyft everywhere um, not exactly like New York but there's a lot more public transport there than in Los Angeles and then Prior to that, I was in college and just had friends with cars, you know, so not everybody has a car or a parking pass, you know, like it was one of those things. So,
1: so it just never came up,
0: never just it never came up. And now, you know, now I'm starting to get into the culture of of driving,
1: the driving culture. It is
0: it is a thing like I do enjoy sitting in my car alone. And I never I never kind of got that before. And now I very much appreciate it. It's like my little safe safe space inside of a, you know, 4,000 pound steel machine.
1: But it is. You feel so, like, comforted. It's your space. You can listen to your music. You can talk to yourself out loud. At least that's what I do. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Which
0: which is why it's so violating if someone sees you doing something. You know what I mean? Like, you, like, look over and somebody's, like, like, singing at the top of their lungs. It's like, oh, oh, I know how awkward this must be for you to feel perceived at this moment.
1: I feel weird even like I'll be like rolling up and there's someone behind me. I'll think like, what if they look, can they see me like in their rear view mirror or something? Right. Like, Are they seeing me? Like, I can't tell and I get self-conscious and I have to stop singing.
0: Have you ever run into someone, again, these are like new driver experiences. So I'm sure this has <laughs> happened to you. But have you ever like pulled up to a stop sign and then or a stoplight and someone that you know pulls up beside you? and you have yes. like an interaction that
1: is and it's so so cute
0: fascinating to me. Yeah, it's it is cute, but it is also like a whole new layer on top of running into somebody you don't expect. <laughs> because if that experience wasn't already kind of like, oh, hey, you know, I like <laughs> I I'm um wasn't prepared to see someone I know. I'm trying to like collect myself and seem interesting, and also I'm <laughs> in a car and I don't know at what point we stop talking and like focus on the light.
1: <gasps> yeah. It's weird because then you're like, well, if it's a long light, are we going to have to talk for the whole duration of the light?
0: Because you're trying to guess the duration of the light to some extent because I did the thing, novice mistake, where I was like, oh, yeah, we'll have to hang out. See you soon. And then I just rolled up the window. (laughs) Yeah, I just rolled up the window and sat there, like (laughs) looking straight ahead
1: oh i have like full body chills right now yeah no that was that was
0: a mistake it was like (laughs) uh i as if when (laughs) i look away i suddenly disappear and cannot be seen
1: but you know what i think i think we all do it i don't think it's like a big mistake i think it's like uh we all know it's awkward yeah at least you know you had the grace to kind of do the thing. No mm. one wants to be trapped in a conversation.
0: True. And that's my gift to you is I'm never going to keep anyone <laughs> for any amount of time. I want out as badly no. as you do, but I do want to yeah. say, oh, hey, you're a person who I respect and want to, you know, not be rude to. Hello, right. and, and hey, also goodbye. That. And look, what would you look at the time? I've got to stand over here.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm late to standing 10 feet away I'm from you. I'm
1: really, really late for that. Yeah, first, yeah. But... <laughs> Um, Okay, so let me get into these 10 questions I ask every guest, but I'm excited to hear your spin on them. Um, All right, Jarvis, what do you do for a living?
0: Uh, This is harder than you would think. I make (laughs) YouTube videos is usually what I say. I make internet Mm -hmm. content, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, but you know how it is. It's one of those jobs (laughs) where you're like, I like to think of myself as a comedian and I make stuff online. And that takes different forms be it video podcasts whatever and then if somebody's like what do you make videos about i'm like oh god oh god (laughs) yeah i just i actually i'm a barista (laughs) i lied before
1: (laughs) i would rather lie i actually would rather lie (laughs) yeah yeah there is something like very and it's not embarrassing like it's obviously a great job and i'm glad to have it but there is just something a little humiliating about being like i'm a I'm a content creator. Like, there's just something really crazy about Oh, you do that, like it. for money?
0: Oh, that's a full job.
1: Oh, but then they always think it's like, oh, like it's like a, like it's like a hobby. Like that's what mm-hmm. you do. Yeah, it's like, yeah. But I don't want to talk about it more right. than that.
0: I 100% agree with this, and I have fallen into the trap of invalidating my own career. <laughs> yeah. Because then I go, oh, but before I used to have a real job. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, but I know, I know, it's really complicated. I used to be a software engineer, and that's a thing you understand? Okay, great. Um,
1: well, it's just like such a weird thing because in no other job, am I going to be like, oh, like, what do you do for a living? And you're like, I'm an accountant. There's no way I'm going to be like, like, what kind of numbers? Like, what oh. do you do? Like, tell me everything <laughs> about that. What kind of that, numbers you know? are
0: you working with? Like, eights? No, are there nobody sevens does in that. there? Yeah. <laughs>
1: So what don't ask me. I don't want to talk I about know. my job.
0: It's be, you know what it is? And it I think it's coming from a cool place. It's coming from a place of, oh, how novel and interesting you are.
1: Right. You right. know what
0: I mean? You, you know, you you gone off the beaten path. You don't live like <laughs> the like the type of life that I do working my nine to five. And this is like I'm I'm actually speaking from when I was working my nine to five and would meet creators like through work and stuff because I used to work at Patreon and that was like a part of the a part of the gig was sometimes creators would come in and it was like a super exciting celebrity moment where you're just like oh my god finally the people who use our thing are here and we can just like go ooh, you know (laughs) you're so cool
1: no I know the feeling yeah Uh, my first job out of college I worked at a uh, media company and so there would be like people coming in that were cool and I would I, I was normally pretty cool but I would make a fool of myself when there was someone like I really admired mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. and the worst it ever was the worst it ever was and this is actually embarrassing to admit but it was Cody Cody Ko and Noel oh, okay I lost my fucking mind I acted like I'd never spoken mm-hmm. to a person before mm-hmm. I don't know what happened yeah I think it's, it's just intimidating when you meet people you're like – you respect.
0: It never – it I, I was going to say it never gets easier. Um, to some degree, I guess it does. But I also made a fool of myself like last night or like two nights ago <laughs> because, you know, speak of Cody and Noel who I like, you know, have interacted with and they know who yeah. I am. And I've like, right. you know, at least talked to like Noelle uh, even beyond that. Um, mm-hmm. Noelle's fiance, Alina, was at a party I was at and I had never met her and I wanted to introduce myself and say hi. Right. And just like, hey, you know, you're cool. I like what you do. She has a podcast. Uh, and then we also have mutual friends and I've heard good things, you know? But yeah. none of that comes out. None of the normal <laughs> stuff comes out. It's, it's like, hey, hey, Cash, can you introduce me? Hi, I'm, I'm Jarvis. Okay, bye. <laughs> Why did I – and it literally was like, all right, now I'm going to stand 10 feet this way in the same (laughs) room and not look over. Oh, man. Wow. What an embarrassing person I am.
1: (laughs) It's just like there are some people that you're just like, I really want this person to like like me. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to make it really hard for them to do that. As soon
0: as there's stakes, as soon as (laughs) there's stakes, then it's – I met – this is so random. When I was – it was, I was just out of college, and I was visiting for a career fair. I was, like, doing a little recruiting. Me and some of my um, my old friends were all in town. We were like, let's go out. This is uh, downtown Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And we're crossing the street, and there's a guy smoking outside of the Fox Theater in Atlanta, midtown Atlanta. And I go, and this is 2014. And this is important mm-hmm. because a song called okay. Blurred Lines had just come out. Robin and, Thicke. And I was like, guys, that's Robin Thicke, who I don't give a shit about. <laughs> also, he's not a good person. <laughs> um, no, he's a He's kind of famously not a good guy. And then right. also the song is, ooh, you know. It's,
1: oh, yeah. Not yeah. great.
0: And uh, But it was still like the novelty of a famous person, right? And I was like, guys, I think that's Robin Thicke. And then we, they were like, who? And I was like, okay, you, whatever. <laughs> and then we went to another bar. And at that other bar, one of our friends texted us. And they were like, yo, Robin Thicke is at the bar we're at. And he's singing people happy birthday or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, guys, I told you it was Robin Thicke. And they were like, who? And they were like, maybe we should go. And I was like, okay. And so we went over to this bar. And Robin Thicke was there. And, again, I don't care about Robin Thicke <laughs> at all. So it wasn't like a – it was more like a weird, like, little – it just felt like a weird holiday where it's like, oh, look, a famous person. Let's, like, oogle at <laughs> yeah. him. But he was there like and he zoo. was extremely – yeah, it was like a zoo, unfortunately. Um, he was there and he was very drunk. Um, mm. And uh, he got, like, kind of we, – we went up and talked to him. He was, like, belligerently drunk.
1: Nice. Um
0: He then stood up. On the table at the bar and it was one of those like bars that has exposed piping and looks like kind of rustic, you know. (laughs) And so he tries to grab one of the pipes and hang from it. Um, But first he was balancing a plate on his head. So this is very complicated and I'm adding a lot of layers. The plate falls and breaks on the ground. Then he tries to, like, m- grab the monkey bars of the pipes, <laughs> and his manager, like, beckons him down, and then they drove away in a white Escalade. But he did buy us all shots, so that was pretty cool.
1: Huge. Um,
0: but, yeah, and- no no nerves whatsoever with Robin Thicke, where a person who m- I would like to make a good impression in front of – oh, man, I turned into a pile of goo <laughs> –
1: pile of goo I forgot how to wave I was wait I was waving like this like oh, that's not yeah. how you wave like yeah. your arm doesn't go like that
0: that and then they're so going oh she has no idea how to wave how is how is she gotten to this age and I literally not was like they
1: pro- they're like they probably think I'm like I don't know somebody's like 13 year old kid sister who came in for the day like it right. was just it was not a good situation oh my all right
0: gosh. solidarity though I get it
1: yeah, it's, it's really hard. It's difficult. <laughs> um, okay, so how did you get into that? You said you were a software engineer. How did you start making content?
0: I So I kind of made content as a child. And I think that content was like <laughs> an interesting thing to me. So like I had a podcast when I was 14 years old. What? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like, what a 14-year-old's talk yes. about. I'll tell you, I have a few hours of recorded material <gasps> that survived, and it's nothing. It's honestly it was Oh my god. It's no different than a modern podcast. I was like, can you believe that Snoop Dogg uh did a concert and he <laughs> was late to the concert because he was getting high in the back? And then I did a Snoop Dogg impression because I was like thought I was cool. It was it was like kind of weird. You, sh-
1: you must release this. I know
0: it's like kind of out there in like little bits and pieces, but I'm afraid. Uh, you know, there's some definitely cancel-worthy stuff in there, but I'm also a child. <laughs> a you know, it's like I'm 14. Jarvis? So yeah. yeah, but the that wasn't like a real career. I I grew up around the like first generation of YouTube when YouTube was really becoming a thing, and the people yeah. who were doing it were doing it as a hobby. They weren't like influencers in the traditional sense. For sure. And so I kind of was just always had like little interests. Like I loved making I like I like used to make Photoshop forum signatures. Like I learned Photoshop and doing like little digital art stuff yeah. like that. And and yeah, learned how to produce my own podcast. Just, just learned how to screen print t shirts. These were just things that like Me and my my buddy Russell, who lives in New York now, he lives in Brooklyn. Oh, um, he works at Lyft. He's a he's a cool guy. He he kept on the tech track, um, unlike the degenerate of me. (laughs) But uh, the yeah, I was kind of always up to stuff, and I had started. I made a few YouTube videos here and there, and was more on the consumer side. And it was always interesting to me, and I had a lot of reverence for comedy and also YouTube. Separately, You know, my first trip out of state was to go to New York City to the Gramercy Theater to see College Humor live when I was 18 years old. And I was (laughs) like, yeah, because I was like, oh, my God, this is the best thing in the world. So, yeah, I was kind of like just a fan. And then but for my career, I kind of got into techie stuff because also types of projects that I were doing was like making apps and stuff with my friend. We like learned how to code. Same friend who I'm talking about. Um, We kind of did everything together. And um, eventually, like when I went to school, I went to school for computer science, it became about like getting a job in tech. And once I did that, and and had started kind of finding my bearings in San Francisco after I graduated, I started to think a little bit more about, you know, the first job out of college, you're not, it's hard to be discerning. You're really just like, I just yeah. need to get out and get a You're good like, job. You know? This is
1: a job. Sounds good.
0: Sounds good, exactly. So I think I was starting to get to a point where I felt like I had a little bit of choice. And I was maybe looking for a change. And my friend Jamie referred me to Patreon because she was like, It's you would like it. Uh, she was like, Her pitch to me was, you know, you like creators. And I was like, Yeah. And she was like, It's cool, it's a startup. Also, there's a British Jarvis there. Who uh, is now the co-host of my podcast? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, um, like my uh, my friend was like, oh, I have a work Jarvis and I have a home Jarvis or whatever, and the work <laughs> Jarvis is British. Turns out that Jordan, who who was work Jarvis or British Jarvis, as he was affectionately known at the time, mm-hmm. um, you know, we have the same birthday and we have a lot of things in common. What? <laughs> yeah, it's like pretty crazy. <laughs> but it was at Patreon that I kind of both I was surrounded by incredibly creative people and also encouraged by those people to explore more of my creativity and I went to VidCon for work in 2017 and uh, went to a bunch of panels in my off time about like how to start a YouTube channel and I was like you know what I'm gonna do that when I get home and so I like bought a camera and just like started posting
1: I feel like there's such a it's always interesting hearing how people got into it
0: because yeah. I don't think
1: there's ever the same path. People always no. ask like how do you do it? And it's like you just kind of do it. it like, that is
0: the that is the thing. You know, if anybody's looking for advice, I just needed someone to tell me that it was something that I could do because in my head I was like no, that's something that like people with like stuff to say.
1: Do. Right. And I was like I
0: don't personally have anything to offer or anything to say. You know what I mean?
1: No, for sure.
0: But just going like hearing oh you know there's space for your voice on the internet I was like interesting thought hmm. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll try putting some stuff on the internet then
1: why not also yeah. very funny that you had a podcast when you were 14 I didn't even think podcast existed it was when I the was beginning 14.
0: of podcasts because well, I had 10 a, years
1: ago like
0: that was um so 2006 was when I had my podcast which was like the beginning of so iTunes, you know, the term podcast originally comes from iPod. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. <laughs> wow.
1: As a podcaster, I should know that.
0: <laughs> uh, at least as far as as far as I know, because it was uh, it was an iTunes like marketing thing. You know, it's like you can get your iPod and you can get podcasts downloaded on the iTunes Store. Oh my god! Your iPod. Like
1: broadcast, mm-hmm. but it's podcast. Wh- yeah. Wow. Or like um,
0: <laughs> there is there are other casts, but yeah, but exactly so. So that was a thing where I got into podcasts because it was the era that songs on iTunes cost ninety nine cents each, which for is sure. a wild time that we all lived through, or that a lot <laughs> of us lived through. Um, <laughs> and because uh, now you just think it's like you pay like five ninety nine or whatever for Spotify, seriously, and then, <laughs> but yeah, that would that would get you six songs <laughs> back in two thousand and six. Crazy and uh so podcasts were free, and so that was like a way for me to i got a uh, iPod for Christmas, and so it was a way for me to stock up you know content on my on my iPod. Ooh. I also pirated stuff, of course, but we all pirated I stuff. I didn't have the kind of internet connection to do that stuff at home, so i would this no. is this is like very retro. I would go to school and there were friends who would burn me copies of their CDs and then I would go <laughs> home and I would put the CD into iTunes and then it would like, be like, this is Green Day's American Idiot. And I was like, yes, uh, I would <laughs> like to download to look that. Up to my. The... It, there was a thing that like, if if it was really just a copy of the CD, then it it could tell what CD it was.
1: Wow. Uh, high yeah, tech.
0: It, yeah, it was pretty high. I'm actually still impressed that that was a thing.
1: That's pretty cool.
0: And uh, and I was like, yes, I would like to. You could get all the metadata from some um, database online, and and then that, that that would go onto my iPod, and then I would never use the CD for anything else because I had everything on my iPod. But you did need the CD, mm-hmm. uh, or I would go to my local library.
1: Wow. And check
0: out CDs. I'd be like, I'd check out Taking Back This Taking Back Sunday CD, and then put it in
1: kind of huge that libraries had cds like when you think about it oh that's yeah. like kind of cutting edge
0: libraries people <clears throat> we don't talk enough about libraries even now like libraries have uh, an audiobook like app that competes with audible except for like all you need is a library card and nobody's talking about it you know that's
1: crazy and yeah, i think you so. can get ebooks too like yes you like can. on your kindle which you is
0: can't Shout out to libraries. Shout out to libraries. Yeah, we need – they're important and I feel like we don't talk about them enough.
1: This is a pro-library podcast. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, Okay, switching gears a little bit here. Yes, of course. Question number three, what is your relationship status currently?
0: Ooh, single. Ooh. Um, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) single and experiencing dating, which is, you know, one of my least favorite things. But so it goes.
1: So you're single and mingling, as it were. Single
0: and mingling, so to speak. Reluctantly
1: mingling, or like excitedly mingling. I
0: do like meeting people. There's just so many aspects of the courting process, especially (laughs) with dating apps, that are just not my favorite thing.
1: Are you on the apps?
0: I am. I am on the apps. Um, I'm on a like. I so I go through periods of like deleting them and re. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm sure that happens to other people.
1: (laughs) No, it's like the dating app burnout for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And question number four. What is one thing you've made, one piece of content or something that you are the proudest of?
0: Mm, I'm going to have to go. Okay. So I probably I made this video about the 1999 Disney Channel original movie, Smart House.
1: Great movie! And, I actually <laughs> watched the video. Great video. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: and um, so <clears throat> one thing that not a lot of people know about that movie, which has a kind, of, like, kind of holds up to the test of time in some regards, related to like smart tech <laughs> and like a dystopian <laughs> view of like making everything smart, but um, especially like smart home technology, which a lot of us right. you know have in our homes today. But it, the movie was directed by Lavar Burton of oh. uh, Reading Rainbow fame. yeah of Reading Rainbow <laughs>
1: hey.
0: and, yeah I know so it's such such an interesting aspect of his filmography and someone sent him my video and he saw it and he said that it shook him to his creative core uh, I think what? because I was like I was critiquing how the, the main kid's like relationship with his like the kid keeps, um, oh my god, brain fart. Oh, cock blocking is the word I was looking for. The kid keeps oh, okay. cock blocking his dad, <laughs> basically. Like <laughs> his 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 mom died because it's a Disney movie, and like you know one of the you parents have to have has one to dead, be dead parent, yeah. yeah for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and his dad keeps trying to date, and then the kid keeps trying to thwart every every one of his dad's <laughs> advances, like a. a a woman will like leave a, a answering machine message and then he'll like delete it or something right. like that. Or he'll <laughs> – yeah. And I'm like, dude, you got to stop with this. But the whole thing is like he's like, no, I'm the mom. <laughs> you don't, We don't need anyone else. We <laughs>
1: don't need another mom. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And so I think I was like calling out how weird that was. And so he was like, yeah, those are things that you know went over our head in 1999, which I totally, totally believe because it, it was a different time.
1: It was a different time, and they—it was so theoretical too. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. there was no concept of what a smart house would really look like Mm-mm. and what that would mean. Just it looks like
0: uh, Katie Siegel, who is uh,
1: <laughs> she's Leela, right? Leela
0: on Futurama, which yeah. I think is awesome. <laughs>
1: that is really, really funny. Every time I yeah. see that, I'm like, wait, it's Leela. Okay, question number five: What is your deepest fear?
0: Ooh, probably probably dying alone probably kind of like oh you know (laughs) i know i say that with like a smile on my face yeah Um, well no i think yeah i think uh loneliness is a big fear of mine it's not like an active fear but more like a passive fear like there's Mm. definitely like i want to make sure i like build important relationships around me i you know we can talk about this later if we want, but like, I, I'm not super close with like my immediate family. Right. And uh, I've kind of had a non-traditional background growing up. And so I don't necessarily have a traditional familial kind of like support system. Yeah. And so I think that there's a certain fear of like kind of being isolated. and And it's kind of, you know, probably not a real fear, but I think it's one that a lot of people have.
1: I think a lot of people are afraid of dying alone.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Sometimes I think, well, I love spending, I like, love being alone. Like, I mm-hmm. like, really oh, me like too. My own it's company. It's very weird.
0: Like, I don't want to die alone, but at the same time, I will find any excuse not to leave my house. <laughs> <Me> <laughs>
1: too. But then I'm like, what if I get too comfortable? What if I'm just too comfortable and I never try and I die oh, alone? Oh, that's
0: real. That's real. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how to put this. There's certain things because I'm like, I don't I'm not a person who just like desires to go to the farmer's market. I wish I was. Just just like as a random example. Or like okay, to go on or, a okay. hike. Like if if oh, I wake up on a hike. Saturday morning, I don't go, ah, the perfect day to like gallivant in the city and like <laughs> like uh buy a Iced latte and go to a flea market or something like. I never do that stuff by myself.
1: No, Um,
0: I'm usually (laughs) just like in bed, like watching TV, which is the worst. No, but
1: that's what I do too. I woke up so early this morning, and I was like, "What do I do with all this time?" Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. And I just
1: stayed in bed. That's all I did.
0: I mean, underrated. I do think. In the sort of hustle culture that we kind of live in, we're <laughs> right. not we're not celebrating getting rest enough. So I like to think of myself uh, mm. charging my energy. You know,
1: it's a it's an active rest.
0: Mm-hmm. I used to be a lot more. I don't know if you had this experience, but when I was in college, I felt like I I, I almost would have said I was a extroverted person.
1: But yeah, then now, absolutely.
0: Now I'm like oh, maybe I'm an introverted person because every time I go out, I'm like out for like a couple of hours and I'm like, okay, I think it's time to go home now. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I do
1: not have like the social battery anymore. Like mm-hmm. I go out and I'm like, I have talked to enough people this week. I right. think I'm good and I'm going to go to bed and it's midnight yeah. and I'm sleepy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's, that's real. Or I like... I'm like, why do I feel kind of off? And it's like, I, oh, I haven't like reached out to anyone or talked to anyone. I've kind of just been <laughs> living with my own thoughts because I, while I like being alone, I think there's too much alone time. And then I yes. start to like, you know, things start to feel, I lose touch with reality a little bit.
1: Lose touch with reality. I spend too much, t- I love being alone, but if I spend too much time alone, it's like, the demons get a little too much power. The demons
0: get too much and, power. That's and what And they is. come
1: in and they're like, you know why you're alone? It's not a choice. Everyone hates you and yeah, nobody and wants bad. to hang out with it, you.
0: That's the thing, yeah. Oh, and then when you like create little games for yourself, I don't know if you do this, but sometimes I'll be like, and no one even texted me in the last hour. So, like, <laughs> yeah. so maybe no one cares about me <laughs> or whatever. It's such it's what like, a always manufactured, like your brain is like looking for... I I talked to my therapist <laughs> about this where I'm like um, your brain is really good at coming up with like propaganda because it's basically these like <laughs> cherry-picked stories of like things that didn't go well. Right. And ignore all of the other sort of blessings and good things that you've had in your life and create a narrative where everything's just solely bad. For sure. Yeah
1: can't let those brain demons get too strong.
0: No, you can't. And that's why it is important. Balance is important. You know, everything Balance in moderation, even being alone.
1: Even being alone, which I love doing.
0: Yeah, same. So you got
1: to text a friend.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, text a friend at the very least, you know. <laughs> at maybe, the very least. maybe walk outside. Even like I would, I'm like, but why? I'm lucky I have a dog <laughs> and like oh, he do? gets me outside and we like play. Like we were playing before this because I wanted to make sure he was like chill. And that's, that's great. Because he will just sniff the dirt and, like, have a great time. And I'm like, how do you do it?
1: God, God, that is the energy we need.
0: Yeah, I know. I I feel like I can learn a lot from him.
1: Just sniff the dirt and have a good time. Just
0: sniff the dirt and have a good time.
1: That's the new touch grass. Yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) sniff dirt. Just sniff (laughs) dirt, dude. Just
1: sniff dirt, man. Come on. (laughs)
0: Derogatory.
1: (laughs) Um, Okay, Um, who is your biggest celebrity crush?
0: Ooh. Ooh. I'm like, do
1: I Or you can give an array? I mean, it's really uh, my, up to you my, how to My interpret.
0: Long, my longest celebrity crush is Rashida Jones. Naturally. Yeah. 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 Rashida Jones is awesome. One time I she had a show on TBS called Angie Tribeca, where she was like a cop oh, or yeah, something. Yeah, she was a cop. <laughs> yeah. And uh <laughs> and I remember tweeting, and this is why did I do this? Um <laughs> It was like 2013 or something (laughs) like that. I remember tweeting like Rashida Jones, marry me or something like that, (laughs) and which is you know very forward as you do. And then the Angie Tribeca (gasps) account no responded with a like edited video responding to my question. It was like it had an announcer voice too. It was like Jarvis says. (laughs) At Rashida Jones, marry me. And then and then it was like a clip of Andrew Tribeca where she's like, No. <laughs> <or
1: whatever. laughs> wow, you got a personal rejection. I know, I got you know? a personal
0: rejection. Not a lot of people get that, you know?
1: No, m- many and most do not. Yeah, so Was it was it you who was talking to Michaela about cartoon crushes?
0: Um, it, I don't think so, but Michaela has brought up cartoon crushes before. I want to say at like, I don't know why we were talking about this. Oh, was it people who had their like sexual awakening to cartoons?
1: Cartoons this or cartoon animals?
0: Wasn't, this wasn't my experience. nor oh, this wasn't nor my, your experience. Yeah, I just remember no. it being talked about. That's something I don't necessarily relate to.
1: You don't relate to like the cartoon sexual awakening?
0: You don't no. have like a, a cartoon
1: character that you're like, damn, that cartoon character, they drew him hot. <sighs> it's a good looking cartoon.
0: Oh, well, so here's the thing. Not necessarily in a romantic context, but okay. certainly there were like anime characters, like every anime mm. protagonist I watched, like I used to draw a lot as a kid. And I was like, if only I could be as cool as Trunks from Dragon Ball Z. He's so <laughs> cool. I will never be that cool. Ah. And that used to like keep me up at night. <laughs> I was like, "Ah, I just never am gonna." My backstory is not tragic enough. I'm not from the future, nor do I have any sort of powers.
1: It'll just never be you. Ah, man,
0: that's rough. You know, it's like man. that's. It is tough. You know, as a kid who consumes consumed a lot of cartoons, it is an impossible standard to live up to. <laughs> <We don't
1: laughs> like, talk you're about just that like enough. not gonna have powers. You know, probably.
0: I, don't I mean, rub it in
1: <laughs> sorry it's a tough pill to swallow but it like is a we tough all pill need to, to swallow. understand that it's just not going to happen for at us. a
0: certain point santa isn't real and uh you won't have powers probably though though um have you heard of uh what is it called it's called like um it's called like acquired savant syndrome i believe like that's just like the name of it where like There's a few documented cases of this. And I saw it on like a, I don't know, some documentary series where a guy like dove into a pool and he hit his head on the bottom of the pool. Uh And when he recovered, he could just play piano. And now he like tours like the country playing piano and he can't read music and he just intuitively can play the piano. He
1: just knows how.
0: Yeah, isn't that wild? And I think that it can happen with people with languages, but that's like, I don't understand. Like, I need more evidence of No, that, no, but. there's
1: just... Well, because then it, it's implying that somewhere in our brains is all the information of everything like we intuitively know how to play the piano we just have to like learn it for some reason
0: well it's like, yeah i think it's the like the connect like the sort of sense you know how for some people numbers just make sense or like numbers are like a shape and they can
1: i know of, do, of it you know like they describe it, it a certain <laughs> way yeah
0: yeah yeah where like or the people with perfect pitch who are like every pitch mm. has a color and they're like oh, oh I the reason I can tell these pitches apart it's like if you were looking at blue and red and going oh that's blue oh that's red and not like for me when I hear a tone I'm like I've got no clue where on the scale that is but that's a note right. that's I got that's all I got. Certainly um, it's a note. Yeah, <laughs> in my <laughs> professional opinion that is a note. It's a certainly. Note. <laughs> um so I do th- I I don't know what it is but I just think that the brain is super interesting. So maybe one day I'll accidentally hit my head and acquire uh, a cool backstory. I wonder a sword. if it's possible
1: to like do it on purpose. That's I think
0: maybe where we get into trouble because okay, there's like sorry. a one in a yeah <laughs> there's like a one in a billion chance that this happens, and <laughs> most of the time you just get a concussion.
1: Oh well, that's not as fun.
0: Yeah, unfortunately. I was like, if we could
1: like it, s- like engineer this, uh, we could create a race of like super yeah, come humans.
0: To, come to Jarvis and Ellie's uh, diving school, where we'll teach you exactly <laughs> how to bump your head at the bottom of the at the bottom of the pool,
1: and you'll come away with a crazy skill. Yeah,
0: diving school slash piano class.
1: Exactly. <laughs> okay, these two questions are really important, and I need you to take them very very seriously. Okay, here okay. we go. Okay. If you were an animal, mm-hmm. what animal would you be and why? And I don't mean, like, what do you like? I'm I saying, know. like, who are you, like, internally?
0: I – this is super basic, but I feel like I would be a dog. I, I used to – my Yelp bio, I remember, was, like, that I was a Yelp. dog. That, yeah, because I used to work at Yelp. And so – oh. <laughs> So that's the reason I was, I was using like, it. I like,
1: I do not see you as a person who's leaving like lengthy Yelp reviews oh, no. to the point in where you've got an account.
0: <laughs> in fact, I'm like very anti those people. That radicalized me in the wrong way against people who leave Yelp reviews. <laughs> against Yelp. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I think I, or at least I used to see myself as a dog because I was like easily excitable mm-hmm. and I I just wanted to like please everybody and make everybody happy. Um and so, yeah, there's something. There's something there. There's something there. Is
1: there like a particular, what word am I trying to think of right now? Brand, breed, breed of dog.
0: Mm, ooh, not brand. Well, so yeah, a brand. Mm. <laughs> Are you like a Prada like dog you. or like yeah. a Givenchy dog? <laughs> um, so I, full disclosure, I so I got my dog a year ago, and only then did I start learning things about dog breeds.
1: Oh, okay. Um, You're not like a dog so fella.
0: I like had dogs growing up, but I didn't there's like a like do you know cat breeds? Like cause cat no, breeds are nobody a thing knows too, cat but breeds. But nobody knows cat breeds, right? Yeah, cat but, breeds, the, they're
1: just colors. There's orange yeah, ones.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's the only way to identify them. Yeah. So but yeah, as far as hmm. Hmm. Well, I will say a dog breed that I really admire. My dog, you know, not to disrespect my dog, who is half husky, mm. half pit bull. But I think a dog breed that I admire is collies. Mm. Collies oh. are so eager to please, in my experience. And some people will be like, "There's no differences between dog breeds." You know, that's actually, you know, I, I get. True. I yeah, it's like I get the people that say that in terms of personality and stuff. But, but collies have a reputation. Let's just say. And um, they're kind of tryhards, I think. and sure. I, re- I relate to that hard. a lot. They work yeah. hard and they aim to please. And my friend Addie has a Collie rescue that is the most intense dog ever. Lo- lo- love her to death. But also just like so eager to please that she's like shaking with like, <laughs> let me please it's like you've got a ball and she's like, I will do whatever you want me to do for that ball. <laughs> and I'm like, that's kind of how I am a little bit. Okay.
1: You know, I can cause see that.
0: when a friend calls you up and they're like, I need I need help with something, I'm like, I'm on my way. Or it's like, I'll like cancel sure. my own plans and I'm like, Why do I do this? This is not no one's asking this of me.
1: <laughs> got it, you're a collie. Good yeah, I'm, I'm
0: a collie, yeah.
1: Okay, so with that in mind, could you, and I'm not saying would you? Notice mm. that I'm saying, could you? Okay.
0: okay, important distinction.
1: Could you take a collie in a cage match, not ethically? I mean, oh. like could you do it? Could you take it down?
0: Absolutely not. absolutely not. I know from firsthand experience. really? that, that a collie with uh someone to please I got no I got no shot. I got no shot. In fact, so, like... So, like,
1: the Kali's motivation, you're saying, would be to, like, win for, like, well, like their owner I, or something? Look,
0: I need to be motivated. Like, for me, it's hard enough to motivate myself to do my own job that I like. Whereas a Kali is, like, honestly, I just want to ch- I just want touch... I just want to get the ball. You know? They're, yeah. they're so... And and they will just put their whole, you know, uh, 100% of their body into doing that task. Right. And also... Addie's dog will kind of jump and kind of turn herself into a little missile that moves oh. very quickly and with a lot of force, and um, and that's when she's just trying to greet you, and that's when she likes you. So I imagine when she doesn't like you, <laughs> right?
1: If she's like angry,
0: yeah, then I just I don't want you. I don't want the smoke.
1: <laughs> no, I get it. Any How? collies
0: listening right now? I know you got a big collie listener base. I do
1: have a big collie.
0: Listener base. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want the smoke. You know, we're all friends here.
1: Damn, that's crazy, Jarvis. You just ruined months of research that I was doing. <laughs> I said, I said, I said, I've never had a man on this podcast, but the day that I do, I ask everybody, you know, the animal in the cage match question, mm. and every woman says no, I couldn't take that animal, and mm. I was saying the first guy I have is going to say yes, I can take the animal. Ruined I ruined my entire theory.
0: <laughs> the thing is, I still kind of believe your theory though, because there's a lot of guys who are like, I could take a lion, and it's like.
1: Mm. No, no, you, you couldn't. couldn't. Yeah. No, you couldn't. I got like, really upset. I was watching Hassan Piker, uh, mm-hmm. and he was doing a tier list of animals he could fight. He oh, said yeah. he could take a blue whale. A blue whale?
0: No. B- I feel like sir? a blue whale could, like, inhale him through its nostril. That's how, like, big Dead, they are. Done. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Over. Really upset me. Damn.
0: Dude, Hassan, he's always, he's a drama magnet. Now he's beefing with the blue whales
1: it's the blue whale first you know it was xqc now it's the blue whale community yeah. like it's huge
0: yeah he bought a house he bought a car he's beefing uh, with he the blue bought Whales, a gucci shirt the guy needs know. to chill out <laughs>
1: <laughs> what's what's the next one gonna be i like, don't know the yeah. bear community like who knows yeah
0: he's gonna beef with like the concept of time or something <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna find a way to just <laughs> beef with everything metaphysical he's, or not like,
1: as a lot of testosterone i think mm-hmm. it's not his yeah. fault
0: yeah he's charged right. up
1: he is. It's not his fault.
0: <laughs> yeah, he can't blame it.
1: Okay, next question. Uh, what is one piece of advice you wish everyone could hear?
0: Ooh. Ooh. One piece of <laughs> advice. appreciate sure that
1: you say ooh for every ooh. question. These are good really questions. These good. are good
0: questions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A piece of advice that I wish everyone could hear. There's so many pieces of advice that come to mind. Like, mm. uh, honorable mention, don't sweat the small stuff. I think that one thing that I, I believe and also, you know, can't always put into practice is that there's something to learn from everything that happens and so keeping like a student's mindset even if you feel like you're like on top of the world i think can be really valuable It, it can be very frustrating especially when you think you know a lot about something and then you like don't perform according to your standards or you know um especially with internet stuff if you're like i have so much experience i um can do so much and yet I can't figure out like why this video isn't doing well or why blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's like very easy to get down on yourself, but, um, or just in life, you know, it's like I got a bad grade on a test in college and I'd be like, Oh, I'm a bad person and I'm stupid. Right. (laughs) But I, I think that, yeah, there's in that situation, there's literally something to learn because I got a bad grade (laughs) on the test, but uh, just in life, life experiences in, um, there's, there's, there's a lot to, to learn. And I think it can help to not internalize like those negative experiences as negative, but more like learning opportunities. Either sure. easier said than done. But if I, you know, if I was a sim and I was just like <laughs> choosing how I would react to situations or whatever with like right. my cognitive brain instead of like my monkey brain, then yeah. uh, I would always try to see what, what I could learn from even the, like worst of experiences.
1: But it's also, a very lovely a, piece of advice.
0: But also, if a bad thing happens, like it's okay to feel your feelings. I don't want to well, say course. that, like you know, because it would be one thing if my friend was like, I just am going through a breakup, and I'm like, really, you should think about what you're learning from this experience. It'd like <laughs> actually go away, you know. So I want to also, right
1: now. Thank I you. also
0: want to validate like feeling your feelings is like the most important thing, and um, this is more when you have a level head and you're actually looking back and retro. Um, Retrospecting? No.
1: You're looking back in retrospect. In retrospect. Ret- yeah. Retrospectively. Re- you're
0: retroactively looking back. Whatever. Uh, retrospectively. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, you're looking back on things. Um <laughs> for insights, there's there's definitely stuff to learn.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's great advice. Um, and last question, this is very important, also. I really need you to take this seriously mm-hmm. okay. as well. Um, how was your weekend?
0: Ooh. I am saying ooh to every question.
1: You are, but it really so it, it makes me feel good about myself.
0: No, it's great. <laughs> uh, this weekend was, it was great, but very low key. Yeah. I, I spent so much time in bed, and I have so many things to unpack and so many things to do. <laughs> yeah,
1: you just moved, right? Yeah,
0: and it, but just, it was one of those weekends where I'm like, this one's for me I just need to like sit in bed and my dog was also in bed with me and he's like I'm tired are you tired and I was like I am can we just rest and he's like yeah I don't even need to play I'm just gonna sleep and I was like really (laughs) are you serious and he's like yeah dude it's nap time and I was like okay well if you say so
1: Damn, that Mercury in retrograde, even hitting the dogs. That's I know. Crazy. Yeah, he was
0: like, I'm not really feeling it. There's something off with I'm the sky.
1: <laughs> um, that's I did the exact same thing. I, I was so tired. I was like, I can't do anything. I can't. So that's cool.
0: Yeah, and I definitely I feel, like feel the
1: vibes were just sleepy. The vibes
0: were off. The vibes were sleepy. I feel very fortunate to be a, in a position where I can just like rest when I want to. I do kind of want to yeah. say that. That's like a very like um Privileged like position to be mm-hmm. in that I want to acknowledge, um but given the opportunity, uh, I do take it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> given the opportunity to rest, we should all take it. Yes, I yes, like, can't yes. emphasize how important like that rest.
0: It's so is. true. Like, yeah,
1: all my friends are going through this thing right now where they're trying to figure out the balance between like they want to be social and they want to see their friends, but sometimes you feel like you have obligations to see people instead of like Mm, really wanting to see them. And like, when do you like step back and take time for yourself? And when do you go? And I'm like, I don't know, man, I listen to my body. If I'm tired, I am not going. (laughs) I,
0: it's interesting. I don't feel, I, I feel like I will want to go to something, but I can't bring myself to do it sometimes. Where it's like, I like hanging out with these people. I just don't want to like leave bed. And in those situations, I do kind of force myself out.
1: That and, is a moment of like, I got to go.
0: And then, and then I never regret it. You know what I mean? I go and I was like, oh, That's this was true. so nice. And, and if I had stayed home while it seemed very appealing at the time, it would probably have eventually led to like those demons coming out and going, oh, oh, oh you're spending too much time alone.
1: <laughs> Nobody gonna, likes you. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I feel like I've never regretted making myself go out in that kind of situation. But it's like a judgment call. It's like a yeah. – Because a lot of times I go and then I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, Why did I come? I don't want to be here. So The it's important a,
0: thing to do is to not beat yourself for either decision that you either make. Either choice. Yeah. Right.
1: For sure. Um, and, you know, with the right friends, it doesn't matter. You can exactly. say, I, I can't go.
0: <laughs> you know what's funny is like I was thinking about this – I a lot of the activities that I do with friends I'm not like sometimes I don't want to play a board game you know what I mean or I don't want to go right. do a thing but it's about those like moments in between that that yeah. that the like bonding happens you know and it's about sure. it's about creating an environment where that can happen
1: Yeah and, it's about uh, what happens when you're not doing the activity
0: Yeah exactly which I think is not profound at all, but something I was thinking. It's a little about profound. I like to It's think not so. not
1: profound. Yeah, there we go. For That's sure. what I'm yeah.
0: actually put that on my like biography. Not not profound. That's <laughs> not like the review. Not profound. of profound. Uh,
1: <laughs> That's the title of the episode. Yeah. Just, it's not not profound. Not profound okay that was our q a let's get into one dm before uh i have to let jarvis go because i'm taking up so much of his time it's um, true i'm we- a pretty busy
0: guy <laughs> and i look you're
1: so important and busy and I'm, I'm so important up so time.
0: my bed is <laughs> 10 feet away and i will be going back to it as soon as he, we stop recording it really
1: misses you um all right we are going to talk about what do you do when your friends hang out with your ex Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Um, So I love therapy. I have always been a huge advocate for therapy. I've been seeing my therapist for, gosh, going on six years now. So she's basically like a homie, less of a therapist, more of a pal. Just kidding. She actually is really, really good at her job. And I have benefited immensely from therapy. I literally feel like I wouldn't be the woman that I am today if I didn't have therapy as a resource. I think it's so good to help you work through not only like your daily problems and, you know, your work issues or your friend issues, your relationship issues, but also like work through things that have been patterns in your life that maybe you've identified but don't really know how to fix Or things like phobias, anxieties, things that you feel like you have a lack of control over. Therapy can be really helpful in making you feel like you do actually have control because you have more control than you think that you do. But I know that it is not easy for everybody to access therapy. And that's why I love today's sponsor, BetterHelp. Because, uh, I mean, there are states in America even where... There's like two therapists that take insurance, you know, like it's really, really important to have access to mental health and not everybody does. And BetterHelp makes it super, super easy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give it a try. It is entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So get it off your chest, whatever it is, with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash L-N-D. Okay. Jarvis, I'm gonna read you this DM. Okay. And we will and I will get your thoughts. Yes. Et cetera. I, I haven't why. heard the DM I mean,
0: yet. I'm excited. Right, right. This is I, I a generally raw, know the yeah, this is a raw
1: reaction. Yeah, you know the gist but not like the whole mm-hmm. the whole thing of it. Okay. Hi, Ellie. Love the pod. I'll just get right into it. This weekend, I was out of town, and I guess my friends ran into my ex at a party and ended up hanging out with him for the whole night, like invited him to the bars with them, etc. I feel really upset, but I don't want to tell my friends who they can or can't hang out with. I feel like I'm being dramatic, but I'm also legitimately upset. What do you think about friends hanging with exes, and do you think I should say something to my friends? Those are bad friends. (laughs)
0: That's your take. They're they're bad friends. I, My I, take is
1: like, why did I you have, do that?
0: I have, qu- I have more like questions because –
1: Well, of course. Yeah.
0: Because the thing is there's a very real thing that can happen in a friend group because have you ever had friends in a friend group date? Yes. And then the, if they break up, it creates a weird vibe in the friend right. group. Right. Because now it's like, oh, we can't hang out as a group anymore. But right. what are the rules, right? Because do we are we now picking sides, you know? For sure, that's that. I don't want to project that possibility onto the but situation. It could
1: be, it could be a possibility. And in
0: in that situation, I can I can understand where the friends are coming from. It also I think depends like how fresh the breakup is too.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: Um, however, in any case. I want to validate what is the writer in's name or is it, do we know their name or is that something we can say?
1: Oh, I screenshotted it, but I don't want to say oh, their yeah, name. Oh, yeah, yeah. In case. yeah. We don't
0: have to say their name. What the, not caller, but what the writer DMer? in DMer? Sure, let's go with the
1: listener. DMer. We can, say, li- we can listener. say listener.
0: That's it. There that's, it is. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think w- one thing I want to do is validate the listener's feelings because I too would feel. I would feel a bit miffed. (laughs) I would feel pretty frustrated (laughs) by this situation. Oh my
1: God, I would cry so much. And
0: (laughs) I also think that regardless of what they perceive to be the validity of their own feelings, you can share those with your friends. If they're your friends, like they say they are, they Mm -hmm. should be able to hear how you feel, regardless of whether or not you think it's fair to feel those feelings.
1: Right. That's a really good point.
0: Like, hey... I don't know what to do with this, but after seeing you hanging out with my ex, you know XY&Z context about how that affected me. Right. It really hurt for me to to see that. I was wondering if maybe we could discuss that in the future, or maybe we could talk about that. You don't have to immediately go to I would really appreciate if you never saw them again or anything like that because right. you obviously don't don't want that, and you don't want to feel like you're controlling your friends, but you do want to communicate your feelings, which is a totally normal thing to do.
1: Yeah, and I I mean, again, your feelings are always valid. If you want to be upset, like, you should be upset because I would be upset. It's a completely normal reaction to something like that, particularly if, like, maybe it was a bad breakup and your friends, like, know that or, like, you know, those kinds of things. Like, that could be a little sticky or a little bit painful. I had a situation in college where it wasn't, like, an ex, but it was a guy who was, like, really, really shitty to me. Mm. And one night I, I didn't go out and all my friends were, like, at a table with him like hanging out with him like taking selfies with him and i was like guys (laughs) he was really mean to me and like i couldn't be like don't fucking hang out with him what are you doing but i was like that really hurt my feelings (laughs) you
0: raise a good point if 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 it's a situation where he was like super shitty Mm -hmm. that adds another layer of it It, because if they're uh, aware of that then that can feel almost like invalidating of your own experience because if it's true that like this person was really mean to me in x y and z way and i expressed that to you guys and then you went and hung out with him like yeah how do you square that like i that feels like it needs some explanation
1: yeah it kind of feels like they like really went out of their way to spend mm-hmm. time with him like it's not like they yeah. just like ran into him hung out with him at a party and we're like all right peace like I think it was like the added fact that they were like, "Come on," and <laughs> let's the hang fact out. that she
0: was out of town because that yeah, makes it, it feel like, like it's a little her behind, behind her, back. her back. Yeah,
1: a little sneaky. It feels a little think, sneaky. Yeah, I think in general when it comes to like your your friends' exes or like your mm-hmm. ex's friends, I feel like I'm having a stroke. Uh, like <laughs> that relationship. <laughs> like, don't know how to phrase it. Yeah, your friends' exes.
0: That, yeah, yeah.
1: Sure, sure. I think like. Generally, I think the rule is like not that there's like hard and fast rules, mm-hmm. but like typically it's like if you were friends with your friend's ex before they started dating, mm-hmm. their relationship can continue and it's like not really a big deal. But yeah. if you are only friends because they dated or you only know each other in that context. Yes. Uh, even unless they're like really on good terms and like it doesn't matter at all. Like, I don't know. I would feel weird about it.
0: I agree. I agree. I think outside of a situation where. There's a crazy connection that was made. You know what yeah, I mean? Where, which, like, it happens. which it can
1: does happen. Which can happen,
0: but I don't think I'm friends with any of my ex's friends who, <laughs> who um, I only knew through her. You know what I mean? Certainly Be- not. Not friends. Yeah. With, not
1: friends with anyone either. Who is like close like really close with them like yeah. someone who's like an outer friend like we have our sure, own relationship. or an
0: acquaintance yeah yeah, yeah, yeah someone
1: yeah. i'm yeah like yeah
0: i had an experience recently uh and you can leave this in but i am gonna try okay. it because it's kind of wild <laughs> but like it's just wild in like the circumstances of it all because there's no hard feelings to any anyone involved um but it's more like a well I wasn't expecting that, and I didn't need that at this moment. For sure. I was at a wedding out of the country. And so it was like a destination wedding. And there was somebody sitting next to me who I did not know. And during the wedding ceremony, they're like, oh, hey, I'm friends with one of your ex's friends. They're like, oh, are you Jarvis. And I was like, "Yeah," they were like, "I'm friends with one of your ex's friends." I was like, "Why?"
1: I I didn't I'm need to know with that. Friends of your ex That's yeah, like not so, a connection you needed to know about.
0: <laughs> it's like not a connection. It's like because basically they're telling me that they're, they're friends with my ex, but they're closer with a different, like friend? one of their friends. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: Do you see what I mean? Where I'm like, <laughs> no, I hear, I, I hear you. Yeah, and I'm like, so, so it's like, so she knew of me from that, like because I think I had you know interacted with that friend and was who's very nice and you know I would if they DM'd me today I would be happy to talk to them and stuff like that of but course. I yeah. don't reach out because I know that they're close with my ex and so it's one of those situations, and it, all great people all around. But it was a thing where I was like, at a holy matrimony, I did not need to be reminded of my of my ex <laughs> and the fact that I am single. Not at a thank wedding. You. Thank you, thank like, you very much. During for that.
1: the vows, yeah,
0: like literally, they're like I'll bet the flower girls, like about to come out, and I'm like, oh great, <laughs> what great. Well, cool. Not right.
1: only am I terrified of dying alone, now you're just reminding me.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm like crying at the wedding and they're like, it's really beautiful <laughs> ceremony, day. right? And I'm like, yeah, that's why I'm crying. Yeah, that's why I'm crying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I mean, it's 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 sticky. It's tough. It's tricky. I always yeah, am it's, a little I weirded out by it, it.
0: There's not an exact playbook. And that's why I would never like the person brought it up to me because me and my ex ended on good terms and stuff like that. Yeah. There's no like ill will. But... It, it, I think it's just like that day I was like, oh, ooh. I was like, why did that hurt a little bit?
1: <laughs> Great.
0: <laughs> Didn't yeah, want yeah. to know that. Yeah. Fantastic.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, to the listener, there's no hard and fast rule with these things. But at, that being said, I would be really upset. So you are completely within your rights to say something. And like it's not um, – I have had conversations like this before where it's like it's not a boundary exactly that you're asking for. Like you're not saying like you cannot do this thing. It's more like you want to open the dialogue so that mm-hmm. like no one's going to get hurt in the future. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And like it's, yeah, and th- we have to acknowledge that there can be messy feelings around a breakup. So things that are like it can be triggering to like have yeah. the people closest to you fraternizing with the enemy (laughs) (laughs) enemy, even if
1: logically you're like we ended on good terms there's no real issue but there is still gonna be a part of you that's like hey what the fuck man
0: (laughs) yeah exactly no I that's so real and I think that like it's a it's a thing that like even the ex should be aware of
1: yeah, like, like why was he if, hanging if, out with your friends?
0: If I was invited out by my ex's friends, I would have so many questions. You know what I mean? Unless they were, and I would probably not do it. You know, like
1: yeah, I would. I would very much say no. Thank I was you. like, I don't
0: know if this is yeah going to be a good idea.
1: That feels um, inappropriate. Exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. Unless it was like you know I don't know so there had to, a very specific barring a very specific situation I don't think it's appropriate, right? Um, or like you said they were friends beforehand, and so right. like the, the, that. that sort of muddies the relationship even more because I've certainly seen it happen a number of times where like friend groups split up due to things like this or they kind of yeah. fragment um, because people pick sides, especially when like. You know, someone cheats on someone else, then it's like, okay, well, we should not be. Yeah, now it is fraternizing with the enemy. Like, I don't think, I think you, if you disrespect a partner by like sort of cheating on them, then kind of you reap what you sow when it comes to like the impact that has on the relationship. Yeah, and the way that people think about you. And the way that people think about you. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm also just very anti, like, I'm not friends. With any of my exes really, like, not on bad terms, but I'm not friends with them. Yeah, yeah. And my friend's exes, I I, I hate them. I hope right, that they right. die. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. understand even the urge to, like, hang out with a friend. Like, that's just, it's a weird, I don't understand the vibe. Because truly, most of my friend's exes, if, I, if they walked in a room that I was in, they would walk out. <laughs> yeah. Like, they would.
0: I think with, um, that's all the more reason to open the dialogue, because yeah. what were they thinking? <laughs> like, like, what is...
1: <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> what is...
0: What happened? Like, genuinely. um. And if they get back to you and explain what happened, please tell me because I want to know.
1: Yeah. If there was, like, an extenuating circumstance or, like, something that, like, maybe you just saw it on, like, Instagram stories and, like, thought something happened or, like, it didn't. But, right. I don't know. But still, it's also weird of him. I think it's really weird of him. I yeah. think that maybe... This is my, like, psycho brain coming in. Like, mm. maybe it's a way that he just, like, wanted your attention, you know, mm. like he was spending time with oh. your friends. He oh. wanted you to do the why were you hanging out with my friends? You get in a fight and then you kiss. And,
0: and then we you don't kiss. do that here. Damn, we do not do that. That is wow. I didn't I didn't do that calculation at all. But yeah. <laughs> I can People see are
1: it. People like, are crazy. Like X things are complicated.
0: That is that is quite the yeah, that would be quite the move. But I think that either way, it's like something's not right here.
1: <laughs> and in any case, like you are more than valid in mm-hmm, being upset absolutely, about it. Absolutely. Like you're not being dramatic.
0: Like, yeah. Oh, no. I, oh, yeah. I, not would at be all.
1: Way more dramatic about it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, not at all dramatic. No. Very reasonably upset. I would be
1: 100% reasonable. I'd be like,
0: what the hell? Like, what Is anybody
1: telling you that you're not being reasonable? Because that's a bad friend. That's
0: a bad friend for sure. Oh, yeah. People are like, you're, blow- you're making something out of nothing. You're blowing this up. Oh, fuck that noise. Like gaslighting yeah, you. <laughs> that's gaslighting. Yeah, that's bad. It
1: is. If it was me, I would be posting "Should Have Said No" by Taylor Swift on my story. <laughs> like I would be like angry. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, call in or, like, leave another DM if there's an update to the situation because I do want to know. But other than that, I hope you talk to your friends. I hope it goes okay. Um, Hopefully, if they're, like, good friends who love and care about you, as we all deserve to have, they will completely understand and there will be no love lost. Um, And hopefully, it was not a ploy by your ex to get back in your life.
0: I hope not. Oh, please No. (laughs) (laughs) Please, and if no. it was, you
1: know the rule: we do not sleep with our exes. We do not. No, no, we no. We don't go backwards. We no, never no, go no. backwards.
0: <laughs> only forwards. All right,
1: only forwards. Um. All right. Well, besties, I think that that's going to be our episode for today. Um. Okay. What do we? What do we need to say right now? Oh, the last thing we do is just a song of the week—a song you've been listening to that you're a big fan of—to add to the playlist that we add to every week.
0: Oh. Ooh, what have <laughs> I been listening to? Hang on, let me open I'm, up my Spotify. Go
1: for it. I got to just name the episode, Oh.
0: <laughs> oh. Okay, I've got to, uh, yeah. Okay, so it, it I, I went be to, anything. no, this is going to be, there's a story here. I went to oh. a Kehlani concert recently. I love Kehlani. <laughs> uh, Kalani's awesome. And she brought out um, a couple of special guests during the show. This is kind of on theme too. Uh, one of those guests was the singer of hit single "Leave Get Out," JoJo. JoJo. Yeah, so I wanna I wanna put JoJo's "Leave Get Out" <laughs> as my song. Of the that week.
1: is a really good
0: choice.
1: <laughs> you also, can't she go was wrong. incredible.
0: She was incredible. But also, do leave and do get out.
1: Do you know what? Along those veins, I was gonna pick a different song, but I'm gonna go with oh oh my god. My phone starts playing. It. Um, I'm gonna go with "Take a Bow" by Rihanna because mm. I heard it. I heard it this weekend somewhere, and I it was like at the grocery store, right? And I was like, "You put on quite a show!" Like, oh, I got that's really a good song. It.
0: Wait, uh, there is breaking news that Rihanna has been at a recording studio the past three days. Did you see Have the you quote tweet
1: that was like doing what?
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> doing what? Yeah, be more specific.
1: No, What's she doing there?
0: Yeah, let's if hope. New, let's
1: hope that the music
0: is forget? coming. You know, people forget.
1: People truly forget, and I was talking about this last night with Katy Perry, but it's also with Rihanna. <laughs>
0: you were talking that, about like, it with Katy Perry, your close personal friend.
1: Yeah, you know, Katy Perry, Katy Perry, katie um, um, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Katy, no, I was talking about this like with regard to her music, but like Rihanna really like ran like you could not go anywhere without hearing a Rihanna no. song for, like, 10 years. Everywhere. Like, she ran the charts, and it's, like, crazy that we've had nothing from her. That like, is, it's crazy. It's,
0: it's crazy because of just, like, the strength of her catalog and her impact yes. has everyone sort of waiting with, you know, it's like, if I don't post a YouTube video in, like, a month, people are like, <laughs> did he die? But, like... <laughs> But Rihanna like hasn't made music in like a decade, and people are like, a decade." We are waiting. Whenever you need it, Queen, we're here. <laughs> we're here with open ears.
1: I, mean, I just I can't even imagine at yeah. this point. Yeah. Like what what will a ten years later Rihanna song be?
0: I don't know, but I'll be there.
1: I will be there.
0: <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be at the recording studio. I'll be
1: at that recording studio with with Katy Perry. I was just saying that people forget that like a lot of those songs are bangers, like underrated bangers. Kind of,
0: yeah, weirdly, yeah, Katy Perry's kind of weirdly slept on now for how, like, enormous her career is and was, yeah. Is
1: and was. Like, she really, like, if you think of, like, a Katy Perry song, you'd be like, damn, that's a good song. I like that song.
0: And those songs were, like, the biggest songs in the world. Huge. They were
1: everywhere. I was thinking about Teenage Dream. I was like, that is a damn good song. I mean, do
0: you ever feel like a plastic bag? Because I, I do. every single day.
1: <laughs> every day I wake up, I feel like a plastic bag.
0: Um, Kesha
1: too, honestly. Kesha too. To Kesha?
0: And that Doctor Luke situation, well, Doctor Luke thing. Yeah, was and tough. that's that's like and then not praying even praying was on the
1: radio. That was mm, okay. That was a tough time when praying was on the radio. Yeah, it's a sad song. <laughs> I like Kesha. Shout out Anyways. to Kesha
0: and Katy Perry. Shout out to Kesha,
1: Katy Perry, and, and Rihanna. of course
0: Rihanna. Of course, and JoJo. always <laughs> shout out and JoJo.
1: And <laughs> Why wow,
0: Just like a heavy shout just out the, of queens. Just the gals. Yeah.
1: Um. All right, Jarvis, thank you so much for joining us today. If you like the show, please feel free to subscribe, leave a nice review, um, and tell a friend about it. Uh, If you like me, you can find me on social media. Follow me on Instagram at Ellie underscore schnitt, and that's where the voicemail for the show is linked, as well as the Discord link is there, and you can always also send me a DM, but the voicemail number, if you need it, is 847-282-0462. Again, that's always linked in the bio of the show and on my Instagram profile. Jarvis, where can they find you?
0: Um you can find me you can I mean you on YouTube you can just like search for Jarvis Johnson, but uh <laughs> I'm at Jarvis on Instagram and Twitter.
1: oh uh, you got at hi. Jarvis.
0: I know. Yeah. It's been a, yeah, that's my claim to fame.
1: <laughs> that's pretty sick. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah. Um anything else do you want to plug? Anything coming up that you're um, excited about?
0: You know what? Since we're on a podcast, uh please y- you know, if you're looking for a comedy podcast about feelings. You can listen to my podcast, Sad Boys. Um, It's me and my friend Jordan uh, goofing and gaffing about things on the internet and also our own feelings. So um, just a little bit of anti-toxic masculinity propaganda.
1: Hell yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, All right. Well, kids ladies gentlemen etc boys girls and these others um, I love you guys so, so 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 much as always have a good day have a good night wherever you are whatever you do and I hope it's a great one and I will catch you on the next one bye
0: bye, bye.
1: Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. <laughs> Visit BetterHelp.com LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot L-N-D.